We're now in our eighth year of presenting Prophecy Updates. This is number 388 in that series. According to one resource, over a quarter of the verses in the Bible contain a prediction about the future. Altogether, 737 forecasts are made from those only mentioned once to others mentioned hundreds of times. Of those, 594 or 80% have already come true. Since those that have not come true are all concerned with the end of the world, all that could have taken place has already done so with 100% accuracy, giving us ample proof that the remaining prophecies will be literally fulfilled. Knowing the end times prophecies, it's our belief that we can therefore identify trends in the world and news that would be expected in light of the remaining prophecies. In the book of Joel, we read, And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. Peter, on the day of Pentecost, quoted from this passage, making it all the more significant to us in the church age. The idea of a blood moon and other unusual celestial events serving as omens of the end times largely comes from this passage. On April 15, 2014, there was a total lunar eclipse. It was the first of four consecutive total eclipses in a series that's known as a tetrad. A second one took place October 8, 2014. The remaining two eclipses will take place on April 4th of this year and on September 28th of this year. It is one of eight tetrads during the 21st century. As with most eclipses, the moon appears red during these uh, eclipses. According to a Jewish writer, and I quote, four blood moons on Jewish feast days within two years in Israel is very rare. It's only occurred seven times since the time of Jesus. There are now four blood moons scheduled to appear in 2014, 2015, and then there will not be any more for the next 100 years. Every time a blood moon pattern has appeared on Jewish feast days, some big event affects the nation of Israel, he says. And then another writer adds this, the four blood moons of 1493 and 94 announced the Edict of Expulsion, which banished from Spain all Jewish people who, despite being tortured, refused to convert to Catholicism during the Inquisition. The four blood moons of 1949 and 50 followed the birth of the State of Israel, in which God gathered the Jewish exiles from the nations of the world and brought them home to the land of covenant, as foretold by the Old Testament prophets. The four blood moons of 1967 and 8 coincided with the Six-Day War, when the city of Jerusalem was finally reunited with the State of Israel. Something else is going to occur in the middle of this tetrad of blood moons. The Passover blood moon will be preceded by an exceedingly rare solar eclipse. Here's some excerpts from an article. It says, there will be a total eclipse of the sun for two minutes over the North Pole on Friday, March 20th, the day of the spring equinox, which coincides with the beginning of the Hebrew month of Nisan, the first month in the biblical calendar year, a solar occurrence that has likely never happened before in human history. A total solar eclipse at the North Pole on the first day of spring would occur once every 100,000 years. For it to occur on the first day of the first month of the biblical calendar year is, however, entirely unprecedented since this is only the year 5775 according to Jewish tradition, meaning there has never been this solar occurrence in human history. Now, these events coinciding with Jewish feasts pique our interest because God seems interested in the Jewish feasts with regard to the nation of Israel. There are three spring feasts, Passover, Unleavened Bread, and First Fruits. Passover falls on Nisan 14. It was on that very day at 3 o'clock in the afternoon that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins exactly as the Passover lambs were being sacrificed in the temple. 
The next day, as Jesus' body lay in the tomb, Nisan 15 was the beginning of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Jesus' sinless life and sinless body fulfilled that feast. On Nisan 16 was the Feast of First Fruits, when Jews presented the first of their harvest as an offering to the Lord, confident of a greater harvest to come. Jesus rose from the dead on first fruits with the promise that all who believe in him, all of his harvest will also be resurrected. Fifty days later was the Feast of Pentecost. It celebrated the larger harvest. It was on the day of Pentecost that Jesus sent God the Holy Spirit upon the gathered disciples, and 3,000 souls were harvested as Peter preached Jesus crucified and resurrected. All of the spring feasts were fulfilled by Jesus on the very day it is a matter of history. Five feasts down, two to go in the fall. The Feast of Trumpets, or Rosh Hashanah, occurs on the first day of the seventh month. It heralds the beginning of the period known as the High Holy Days, with the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, occurring ten days later on the tenth of the month. Trumpets and the Day of Atonement could correspond to the Great Tribulation. That leaves only the Feast of Tabernacles as the potential time in which Jesus could return in his second coming. Now, since God fulfilled the spring feast to the very day, it's biblically reasonable to think that he will fulfill the fall feasts. Now, God is quite the date setter. You never, people are always saying, oh, be careful, you know, you don't set any dates. And we don't, but God sets dates. Uh, he set all of those dates, and all of them came true, just as he said they were. We're not setting dates because none of those feasts involve the church being resurrected and raptured. That prophecy can be fulfilled at any moment of the calendar day. If nothing else, the blood moons and the unique solar eclipse ought to remind us that God is getting things ready to bring all of Israel to a place of faith in Jesus Christ. That's the purpose of the Great Tribulation. I mentioned the rapture. Are you ready for it? If not, get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.